All right, praise the Lord and welcome to I Have Podcast, another session of I Have a Testimony with me, your host, Reverend Mario A. Najera. To all, the, to all those that are listening in for the first time and for all those that are returning back, thank you for joining in. I am honored to have with me today Pastor Robert Ortega of Christ Alive Apostolic Worship Center in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. We are here to testify of the goodness and mercy of God and no matter where you find yourself in your life's journey, that Jesus loves you, Jesus still saves, and that he's still doing works within his people. So listen as we hear what God has done in the life of my guest today with Pastor Ortega. Pastor Ortega, praise the Lord, and thank you so much for accepting this invitation to participate today on this podcast, Pastor. Hey, thank you for having me. It's, been, it's an honor and a privilege to be here. All right. My, my prayer is always for these conversations, Pastor, is that what the words that we speak today will inject faith in the hearts and the minds of those that are listening today in Jesus' name. Well, that sounds good. Yes, sir. Pastor, I had the privilege of when I was growing up uh, to, be, um, to be around you. Uh, you were one of the first mentors, really, for me in my life, in my spiritual walk. And... Um, even though I got to only be around you for a certain amount of years, uh, maybe a year or two, and I tried thinking back, and my memory gets, you know, as, as more time goes on, my memory gets a little bit more hazy about all that. But I remember at least a good year or two, you know, being under your uh, ministry, and you were a youth pastor there in Blythe, California. Right. And, uh, yeah, we, we had this core of youth group, and, um, and it, it was a wonderful experience, and, and I remember learning so much. And... Um, I remember, you know, getting to know you, you know, during that time, but I always remember about you is that you were just intense in a sense of intense in your faith and, and in your belief in, in, in the Word of God and in your ministry. And, and then, um, and, and it kind of was intimidating to me a little bit, but I remember learning, you know, learning. I grew up fast because of that, you know, being under that, that your leadership for that time, you know, kind of maturing a little bit more faster. Uh, and I kind of heard stories of, you know, how, you know, you were in the military before and all these other things. And we'll probably touch on that. I'm not sure. But that's kind of where I want to open up right now, Pastor, uh, for okay. you. Is where, did you, where would you say you found yourself in your life before your experience with church or before your personal uh, relationship with Christ? Um, I, I, I grew up in, uh, in the L.A. area, mm -hmm. in the gang-infested area. And uh, once I graduated, I actually enlisted in the in the army probably months before I graduated. I was on a delayed entry program, so going to basic training and all that all that stuff. I end up being stationed in Germany. Mm. So, you know, my parents were not Christian. You know, I grew up in kind of a lot of alcohol around alcohol and what have you. So being stationed in Germany, that was kind of what we carried. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we continued that, and and as well as as uh, other things mm. that I'm not really proud of. Okay, mm. so um, I think that's where it started in being in Germany, being thousands of miles away from home, being lonely, mm. um, trying to find who I was, mm. uh, trying to find purpose. I thought maybe the military could help me to you know, find that purpose. Mm -hmm. I think it helped a fraction of, of, of who I was going to be, mm -hmm. but it was nothing near what I was looking for. So mm -hmm. 
yeah, that's where I found myself. I was, uh, I was pretty lost and, and I was empty. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, one of the things that did happen, one of the first things that happened that there was a, a brother that was in church that testified and witnessed to me. I had mm-hmm. no idea really what he was saying because I've never heard it before mm-hmm. as far as Acts 2 and 38 and the Holy Ghost and baptism and all that. Yeah. Uh, but I remember saying to my, myself that if I would go to church, this is the place I'm going to go. And about maybe about a year later, I ended up going to that church mm-hmm. got the Holy Ghost. So that's where I was. I was pretty mm-hmm. lost. And I was starting to lose my memory because I was smoking a lot of hash. Uh-huh. unfortunately and you know god knows how to restore but there, yes. there's a lot of things going on just emptiness mm. you know trying to find my purpose i think that's the biggest thing sure pastor was that time when you actually got to go to church was that in uh was that in germany or was that here when you were back in the states already no i was i was in germany it was actually on oh. post and so it was actually a military uh congregation Okay. So you know, it was. I was very, uh, you know, it was discipline. You know, Mm. know, when you're in the military church, it's and it was all these people were legit committed and you know dedicated and you know standing in a position of attention. It was kind of like it was pretty. It was good for me. Yeah, it was good for me. But I had still had to learn when I when I left that to get balanced. Yeah, because I was kind of harsh. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. So so be, so being there, Pastor, uh, you know, getting to visit that service there in, in Germany and, and kind of being introduced to that, what was your life experience in, or what was your experience, rather, that brought you to the realization that you needed to give your life over to Christ? I, I, think, I think the big one is purpose. And if I could put it in one word, it would be mm-hmm. the word purpose. Um, I thought maybe the military would be able to provide what I was looking for as far as purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to high school and graduating, I, I already knew that all I was going to do was hang out with my friends, and, you know, do what we do. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get out of that. So purpose, I think, was a big one. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about you know, and of course, the idea of serving my country, mm-hmm. uh, be willing to do that, uh, being under the pressure always, you know, on a daily basis that this could be the day that I would have to sacrifice my life. Mm-hmm. And I was OK with that. But it didn't fulfill everything that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Christ provided that for me. Yes. And you know, so yeah, that that's that's I think that's the biggest thing that brought me in. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and remembering what that when I was testified to, mm-hmm. when brother witnessed to me that you know when the time come I knew what church I was going to attend. Yeah. So I would say to people, don't underestimate your testimony. People may not respond when you want them, yeah. but they'll remember you, you yeah. know, especially if you remain a good testimony and a witness, they'll yes. remember you, you know, and this man stayed the same every time I saw him. Wow. So that would, would help me a whole lot to, w- without a doubt, know that what I wanted to do once, once I did go to church, where I was going to go. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, that's a very important concept you mentioned, pastors, yeah. is staying true to your testimony. Work, right. work, rather, work, walk worthy of your calling, and right. what God has invested in you. And I think now, um, more than ever, you see all these things going on political wise, and 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 just everything that's going on in the country with the 
pandemic and everything. But I, I think rather than people that are not familiar with church or, or Christianity, they're not going to pick up their Bible. And if they do, they're not going to really understand maybe all of it or most of it. But what they are going to understand is when they see somebody actually living God's exactly. word. Yes. Well, well, the apostle Paul said we are living epistles. Yes. Open and read of yeah. all men. So that, Amen. That's Somebody said it this way. If we are not good news, how in the world are we going to share the good news? Mm, wow. We've got to be good news first. Wow. That's good. Yes. So how how long it was, how long was it, um, Pastor? Uh, after that, that you got baptized? Was it when you got back home already, or were you were you out of the no, service? Or no, this I got converted in eighty one. I had mm -hmm. just, I was in Germany. I got there in eighty, just at the end of eighty in December, mm -hmm. and uh, got converted. You know, almost a year later. Mm -hmm. um, so I was in Germany. I was baptized in Germany. Mm -hmm. you know, wow, with the, with the church there. Um, I, one thing is the day that I was invited to go to the church, you know, not months after, uh -huh. um, I, I went that day and there was a national, uh, international, uh, evangelist that was preaching and, uh, his message was simple. The gospel and acts two and 38. Mm -hmm. And that's the night I got the Holy ghost. Wow. That was the night I got the Holy ghost. And that was the night that I felt the calling to pastorship. It doesn't happen like that. That's not normal. Wow. Yeah, but actually was called to the pastorship that very night. Wow! And of course, the, the devil got busy on my mind, you know, trying to make me to question what I, that if I ever got the Holy Ghost or you know if I would ever do anything for God, for God. But yeah, well here I am, you know, all these years later. So <laughs> wow, that's amazing, Pastor. Yeah, and, and and you know, kind of kind of going full circle in our relationship or or our 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 time together. I remember you took us one time the youth group to. Uh, my word, it was the outreach program, the Lifeline Church there in Arizona. Right. Uh, yeah, Peoria? Peoria, yes, sir. There you go, Peoria, Arizona. You took us there, and I remember, um, I can't remember who the pastor was at that time, Pastor okay. Ortega, but anyways, we were there at the service, and I remember, uh, all of a sudden. Uh, he goes, you pointed to me, he goes, you know what, that young man right there is going to get the Holy Ghost. And the pastor that was there at the time, and it's going to drive my mind wild, that uh, crazy that I can't remember or recall the name. But yes, he called me up there. He goes, well, let's do it now. He goes, I go, no, I don't want to. Do it. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was put on the spot and I felt pressure. And I was like, you know what? I go, I'm just going to give myself over to this. I'm not, I don't know what's supposed to happen besides you know, you hear about speaking in other tongues. I go, I don't know how it's supposed to work, but let's do this. And I remember you, you laid, you guys laid hands on me and, and sure enough, I, I received the Holy ghost that day at wow. that service there. Yeah. So it, it's something amazing. It, it, it's, you, you know, once you do it and then you start speaking in tongues originally, you just, it's just something you want to keep doing, you know, wow. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, supposed to exercise it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it was just awesome. It was just awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned, uh, Pastor, as soon as you got baptized, you had the realization of, you know, a pastorship or going into ministry. Um, how, how did that kind of work out for you, Pastor, though? How, how was your, uh, not necessarily calling, because I know you said you, you received it, but how was that path to ministry for you from there? How did it go? Well, yeah, I was converted in 81, and I didn't get out of this. I was active from 1980 to 1984. Mm. So, you know, I went through some pretty 
you know, needs to say some of those experiences in the military, uh, some of the things we've had to do and the missions we have accomplished, um, being out in the out in the woods or out in the desert or out mm. in the, you know jungles, whatever, uh, for months at a time, uh, not being in church. But mm. I found that God was faithful because that wasn't my call. That wasn't mm. just something. Oh, I'm not going to go to church anymore. Yeah. But I, what I've learned, I learned to do is I took my Walkman back in was the Walkman with C, uh, cassettes uh-huh. and I had the Bible on tape. So that's how I would, wow. I would you know, <laughs> listen to the word while I was, was operating heavy equipment. Cause that's what I did. I was heavy equipment construction operator. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and so that's how I, I managed you yeah. know, the Lord gave me the strength to do that. But uh, yeah, it was, it wasn't until I got out that I actually came uh, I got out, and then from there, I left again from home about a month mm. later to go to Bible college. And, oh, know, okay. I started in August of 84 and graduated in 1988 with, you know, from CLC. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, like I mentioned, Pastor, you know, I, I've always, I, I always admire that or kind of wanted to reflect that in my life. Um you know, uh, your, your passion for God's word. And, and like I mentioned, your, just your stern belief, uh, your, you know, just, just how, how passionate you, you are about God's word and about serving God. Uh, and I remember one time speaking with you and you said, brother, do you want to see my notes? And I go, sure, sure. Let me, you know, I want to see your notes. And you showed me your Bible and there was a little markings in the margins of it. And you would go, this is it. And I was like, no, Pastor goes, yeah, that's it. And I was like, wow. And I was like, man. And I remember I would I because I saw that, I go, you know what? I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to to preach without, you know, kind of those restrictions. Not so much that I don't use notes now, because I, I depend on them more, but <laughs> I remember during that time just trying to do that and 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 it was such a blessing for me to to do that. And my wife goes, that was like your best preaching ever. I was like, I it <laughs> I go, but it, it took so long and, and, you know, just, but, but I, like I mentioned, I think it's that drive and that passion to, yeah. you know, to, to want to study, or it's not necessarily that we don't or, or, or there people don't study, but, yeah. but that you're so in tune with that. And, and like I said, you, you have notes in the margins that you can actually go off of a whole, you know, preaching, yeah. you know, to me. Yeah. Well, there, there's different styles and I've learned yeah. to deal with all of them with notes, without mm-hmm. notes, yeah. um, you know, expository type preaching. Mm-hmm. topical preaching different ones so yeah. you know in the through the years you learn uh the, those different styles and methods yeah but I, I i really enjoy what they call expository type right from mm-hmm. the scriptures breaking mm-hmm. down every word and yeah. every phrase uh, that's my favorite yeah people don't realize how deep that can be yeah definitely and again i think that's one of the things i appreciate you also pastors that as, as much as a passion that you have to study and to be a student I think that passage shows when, uh, you know, when you teach also, you know, mm-hmm. you can hear it, in, you know, you can hear it in your preachings and, and things like that. And and I think that that's something that, you know, kind of pour, just pours through you. Um, so, uh, so, so how did you end up, uh, I know this is kind of not along the, the, the lines here, Pastor, but of the, what we kind of shared with the notes, but Pastor, how did you end up in Blythe? How did you end up there with us in Blythe, California? Um, this might sound a little funny. Um, well, my wife was from Blythe, and we were okay. leaving after we were married. I said something I should have never said. 
but I'm glad I said it. I said, I will never come back to this place. So <laughs> news to say, that's how, you know, God <laughs> called us. At, 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 uh, I didn't, when I mentioned to my wife what I was feeling, she mm-hmm. says, you're feeling it too? And so God uh, was dealing with us at the same time. Yeah. And, and so it was a great move for us. We came from yeah. a big church um, and, and, you know, challenges there, of course, but of course, going to a smaller city, it it was a lot of challenges, which was mm-hmm. necessary for, you know, for us being where we're at now. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. that's how we end up. It, well, we felt the calling of God and definitely wasn't a mistake. That's for sure. Yeah. Praise yeah. God. Definitely. It's interesting you say that because when I, when I remember before I met my wife, I, I was working with a gentleman there in Blythe uh, at a, the, at the funeral home and we we traveled all the way here to tucson one time to 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 bring to transport a body and i was just kind of there you know helping him drive and everything and when we came to tucson and it was hot it was the middle of summer and we lived in Blythe, obviously and he got hot there but this was a different kind of hot because everything was open you know it's all dirt and people would decorate with cactuses or cacti and and i remember saying the exact same thing i i would never want to come back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got never want to come back here and the same thing happened where I took my wife to Blythe first and then she was originally here from Tucson and then we was like you know what I think it's time for us to go and yeah sure enough that's how we ended up here in Tucson so that's very yeah, that's good. very interesting so, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah but pastor with, with all your um you know, with all your experiences up to that point and, you know, um, receiving your call or, or working in your calling, what, was there ever a time that you felt like a greatest doubt or distance, you know, in, in, in what you were doing, you know, um, maybe double guessing yourself or, you know, about being at a certain place or a certain time or a certain, you know, spot in your ministry? Was there ever a time you, you felt anything like that, Pastor? I, I think... You know, in dealing with that question, I think we need to understand that our lives with God, our ministries, even just if we don't have pastoral calling or whatever, mm-hmm. our ministries go through what, what we understand as seasons. Mm-hmm. And not all the seasons are enjoyable. I mean, mm-hmm. for a short season, they may be. Like people enjoy the summer, but after a while, we can't wait for it to be over and go into mm-hmm. the next season. So during the summer, you know, we, we, we go through, it, it's hot, it's dormant, and, you know, it's not always enjoyable. Mm-hmm. In our lives, in our walk with God, it's going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when we go through the, the fall, it's a time of stripping, leaves mm-hmm. falling out. And so those are the times that I think that a lot of times we're going to question mm-hmm. what what is going on here, what's wrong with me. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's it's it's. It's absolutely normal mm-hmm. because we have to go through the seasons. Of course, when we go through the winter time, it, it's cold and it's slow. Mm. You know, things slow down, yeah. and we think it almost seems like sometimes we're spinning our wheels and you know, sliding out of out of control and what have you. Yeah. Uh, but it's necessary for those seasons. And of course, mm. we go to the spring, and the spring gives us the idea of, of growth, and it gives us prosperity, it gives us yeah. blessings. I, I think the problem is that we like to stay in that. You know, we think it's mm. time to play during the spring, but it's it's time to plant. It's time to work. 
when, mm. when we feel the blessing. So, yeah, I think absolutely there's a time when we go through through this these feelings of, of inadequacy and, mm. and, and doubts and fears and and just questions. Yes. And uh, and we're certainly going to question ourselves. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, this thing that the ministry people have to remember that it's always going to be bigger than us. Mm. In fact, if it isn't bigger than us, it's not God calling us. Mm. So he has to take us because he, we have to come to a place of littleness. Yeah. We have to become small and God become bigger. So the smaller we get, the bigger he becomes yes. in our lives. And we begin to trust him a little bit more in yeah. those seasons. When we can't feel it, we can't sense it, and it's too hot. We can yeah. feel the fire under our, our feet. You know, those are the times we have to trust that, you know, he knows what he's doing. Yes. Uh, Paul says, the apostle Paul says, he that begun a good work in me will perform it unto the day of Jesus mm. Christ. In other words, whatever he starts with us, he intends to finish. Yes. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't walk away. We may, mm -hmm. but he doesn't walk away from what we do and yeah. what he wants us to do. Um, he'll get, he'll equip us, and, but it takes time. It takes yeah. growth. You know, it takes those seasons. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about. You know, when yeah. you, you asked that question, it's a process. Yes. You know, that, that's important. It's yeah. a process. Think of God as to put us in, in, in ultimately where he wants us. You know, at, at first of our conversion, we wouldn't yeah. be able to handle it. It'd be too much for us. Mm. So he has to break us down some. Yeah. You know, he has to, that pride, the arrogance, all that stuff has to be broken in us. Yeah. And uh, the more we're broken, the more pieces he has to give out mm. to others. See? Wow. So, so that, that's an important wow. Think about, you know, in this way, the scripture talks about the little boy with his little lunch. Now, mm -hmm. who in their right mind, adult would take a little boy's lunch? Yeah. And people think it was big, but it wasn't. It was just enough for a little boy's lunch. A few biscuits, a few small fish. Yeah. And he was willing to give it to the Lord. And what did the Lord do? It He took it. Mm -hmm. He blessed it. He broke it. And yeah. he gave it. And he, wow. fed, he fed a multitude. So think about yes. that on, on, on our lives, in our personal life. Mm -hmm. That he takes our lives. He blesses our lives, he breaks our lives, and then he gives our life. Mm. He gives it away. Yeah. You know, because we're broken. So yeah. brokenness is a part of it. And that's what mm. the seasons do. They prepare us yeah. for all that. Yeah. My goodness. Yes. Yeah. Well, Pastor, kind of piggybacking on that, Pastor, because I, I know there's a lot of Christians today and 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 it's interesting because, like you were mentioning, their seasons, and I kind of go back again to the COVID uh, situation that's going on, and, and people find themselves in, in a in a season, you know, and oh. and I think what you were just kind of sharing with us, I think, it, I, I think what happens is is if we don't give ourselves permission or, or understand that that God is, I don't I don't know how to explain it, Pastor, but that God is still with us. That because what I'm trying to say is. There's a lot of people that are, are going through doubt, like you mentioned, question, you know, questioning what's going on. Uh, some of the people, Chris, Christians, are dealing with anxiety, depression. Right. And, and when we say these things, we're like, no, but you're not supposed to because you're a child of God. You know, and, and in a sense, 
um, it's true. We do serve a living God and, and he's powerful. But like I said, I think, I think kind of what you were sharing is, is a sense where we can give ourselves that, that room, you know, to feel that yeah. way in a sense, not to let it be identify us, but, but to give yeah. us that room. Does that make sense? Pastor? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's the idea of brother Mario, that we are, have a dual nature. Mm. We're spiritual and mm -hmm. we are, we have a human side to us. Yeah. We have to remember we're still human. Yeah. Okay. And it's hard for the human spirit to grasp the spiritual realities that are out there mm. that God is doing to yeah. get something spiritual from, you know, for, for example, COVID. Yeah. You know, the world's going to deal. I mean, it's starting to begin. People are going, we're going to start seeing more cases of people being depressed. Mm. You know, there's going to be a lot of people that are become sick, you know, mentally because yeah. of all this. Um, the, the Christian has an option. You know, as Christians, we have an option. Mm -hmm. Either God is in control or he's not. Mm. You know, both statements can't be true. Mm. You know, there can't be two opposing statements and both are true. Yeah. One is true, one is a lie. Mm -hmm. So when we believe that God is in control, mm -hmm. we put our trust in that God is in control. Yeah. And we don't allow that other thing to control us. Do we have mm. feelings of doubt and fears and concerns? Absolutely. We're yeah. human. You know, but we're, when we look at all that, you know, think about what has happened. This has stretched us a little bit. Mm. Before this, most yeah. churches, a lot of churches, I know ours wasn't really live streaming. We weren't, yeah. you know, reaching out through the internet. But now it forced us to have to open up those avenues to reach mm. out. And um, it may have been at first for our, our congregations to help yeah. get them through it. But now, you know, we get like your, your church, I'm sure. There's a lot of people that go from outside the church and they look at and they oh, see yeah. the live services and, and what have you. So they're being ministered to. It doesn't take the place of really being there. Yeah. But it really helps. Mm -hmm. So it stretched us. So God works all these things for good. Yeah. And uh, I think that was God's, you know, allowing this to happen mm -hmm. uh, to stretch us a, you know, a little bit further. Mm. You know? And I think that's what COVID um, you know, instead of looking at something negative, it's something positive mm. that, that helped us to grow. And, yeah. and then later on, when we come together, appreciate each other a little bit more. Mm. We got used to being in church, seeing each other, having yeah. fun. But now we realize how important and how valuable that, yeah. that aspect is, you know, because that's part of the, the, the scriptures. You know, it's a, it's a breaking of it's apostles doctrine, breaking of bread. Yeah. fellowship and in prayer so fellowship is a very important thing yeah so this is what we find out it's how you know people are appreciative a little bit more because yeah. of when we do get together yeah yeah uh, i can't wait for that time uh oh, yeah, for, <laughs> uh pastor so uh and, and you know in your walk um you know in, in your faith journey pastor uh if you could just think of one or narrow kind of down to one uh one influential or impactful person in your faith journey, uh, who would you say that was, Pastor, and why? That that's really a difficult because you got a lot of people that contribute to it. Sure. Um, I I think I could name a few pastors. Uh, Pastor Joe Mendoza taught us to pray mm. and the passion of preaching. I could talk about Pastor Trinidad Silva. Mm. Talk, you know, he taught me by his action, by his lifestyle, what it mm. was to be a servant. 
but if I was to, you know, then the Bible calls the, the instructors. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I, I think the one would be my wife, mm. you know, her, her stability. Um, you know, she was brought up for most of the part of her life in church mm-hmm. and just her faithfulness or her commitment. I, I think that would probably be probably on, on top. My yeah. wife, you know, she's, yeah. a, she's a rock. She's a rock, man. Yeah. I would say, I'm not going to church today. You know, why, why aren't you going to church? You know, you better go to church. Why don't I go to church? Well, you're the pastor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he says, if you don't go, I'm going. It doesn't matter. Yeah. She's that type of person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and that, I mean, I, I always kind of glean back or go back to that Bible verse and I'm just paraphrasing, but you know, he that find it, a, find it the wife, find it a good thing. Right. You know, pastor, because, and then I remember someone uh, kind of teaching on that verse and it always stuck with me is that, you know, he that find it a wife, you know, there's a lot of women that might, might want to be married, but they don't want to be a wife, you know? Yeah. So when I kind of heard it explained that way and kind of when they broke it down, I was like, you know what? It's very true. You know, and that's why I'm so appreciative of my wife. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah. It, it, it makes, it, it, it makes, it, you just find it a good thing and, and you, and, and, you know, God blesses, God bless, you know, God yeah. blesses me and my ministry and just every aspect of my life because, you know, of, of the choice that, you know, that, that I heeded to, you know, this wasn't something that, that I just took, you know, willy nilly kind of thing. I, I always believed, you know, you pray and, and believe in God that he's going to set you up, you know, for, for these good things in your life and, and, and all these blessings in your life. And, yeah, my wife was one of them for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And I always remember something you said, Pastor Ortega, and, and I don't know if you recall this or not, because I know you teach a lot and you preach a lot, but I always remember one of the, your, one of the things that you mentioned in a preaching one time is you put your dreams, you put your dreams in the cabinet, but, but God will never forget those. God will always honor those about in every aspect of my life. Yeah. So I took that as in every aspect of my life. It's yeah. not that I can't dream for myself. It's not that I can't, you know, kind of hope for things or whatever. But as long as I as long as I put God first, you know that that definitely God is you know going to honor you know the things that that you know that I wanted for myself. So, and, and yeah, definitely my wife was one of those things for sure. You know, one of those blessings. I mean, something to say. I mean, just uh, something that I discovered is that if we fulfill His dreams. Mm. Will fulfill ours. That's what it was, Pastor. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I what you said. That. Yes. I believe that. Wow. If we fulfill his dreams, he'll fulfill ours. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I learned that, you know, and the Lord dealt with me about that. So that was, uh, you know, I never forget that. I, I can't believe he recalled it. He certainly I, has done that. Yes, yes, he's faithful for sure. I can't believe he recalled that, Pastor, right there. That's yeah. exactly what you said. Yeah. I was well, paraphrasing it totally wrong, but that's it. That that's in that that's in my heart, man. That's wow. that's engrafted in, in there. <laughs> yeah, and this was years ago, Pastor. Yeah. Years ago, years ago. So that's awesome. Um, well, we kind of touched a little bit on this before, uh, just uh, on the topic a little bit, Pastor. But how has COVID nineteen virus uh, touched or affected your life or or your ministry or your church life? How how's it been going there for you guys, Pastor? Well, we've been holding our services. I mean, there was a few few weeks that we were closed down, but we're actually holding our services right now. Mm. And we've prepared the church. 
you know, with their social distancing and their mm-hmm. masks and all that stuff. And it's been going well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way our church is set up, we have the, the dining in the main sanctuary kind of there as one. Mm-hmm. So we're able to spread the chairs into the dining area. And so there's mm-hmm. plenty of room in there. So okay. you know, that's how we're dealing with that. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it's, it's, it's people that are a little concerned or worried or fearful. Mm-hmm. They get to see it online. Yeah. And, and that's how they see it. Yeah. They still participate. They still get involved with whatever ministries are going on. So, yeah. Um, but it's, it's definitely changed the way we do things. That's for sure. Mm. You know, me be, not being a, a technical kind of person. Yeah. Um, it's forced us. I, you know, I got people that do all that. Yeah. But, you know, like me doing this today on the, uh, that would have probably not happened before. Because sure. I would just said I'm going to do that. It's going. I'm going to mess with them. <laughs> but at work, you know, I do. I do the telehealth. I do the video calls and mm. things like that. So yeah. you know, and and uh, go to meetings and things like that. So yeah, yeah it, it's something we have to do. Right yeah, now. yeah. You know, in speaking with uh, different um, different pastors or different ministers from different churches it's kind of the same sentiment or feeling you know that yeah you know at first you know either the ministry or the pastorship or whoever was kind of like no we don't need to do that you know facebook or you know anything like that but you know once this came around it's like man you know we we had to connect somehow yeah definitely yeah yeah we're still making changes trying to get it better sure take some work (laughs) yeah definitely and Pastor, what what is your outlook for 2021 and for your ministry and for your church there for you, Pastor? The, the, I think uh, right now, if if this is put out there, we're actually in the process of possibly uh, purchasing our building. All right. And uh, this is a building that we're renting right now, mm-hmm. uh, and it's been offered for us to buy. We're getting a really good deal with it. It's probably half what it's worth that we're paying, um, but we, we're not a big congregation. So we really need a miracle. Mm. So we're trying to raise money. Mm-hmm. We have to come up with close to a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars to put toward the loan. We're paying, I think just over 300,000 for this, mm-hmm. which is worth the six to $700,000. Wow. Um, so we're, we're in the process now, you know, it's, it's probably a, a spark to the church. Mm-hmm. Because we're we're trying to raise money, trying to find avenues how to do that. Yeah, that, that's the big one. And if I, you know, if you put this on podcast, I'd I'd like for people to maybe, if, if possible, to contribute if they would like, or at least pray for us. Yes. Um, the other thing that I'm doing right now is is my all my goal is always to try to get the church closer to the Lord. Mm. So I'm actually teaching a series on prayer right now. Mm. And going through the process of, of prayer, mm-hmm. and uh, very, it's going to be it's very detailed. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to take a little time to do it, but it's it's a passion of mine mm-hmm. that I want people to learn this prayer, mm-hmm. you know. And it's concerning the pattern of prayer, the Lord's mm-hmm. prayer, amongst other things. Yeah. So we're doing that right now, and we're pretty excited about that. And then I'm in the probably in a very near future, I'm going to be doing a prophecy series. Mm. And uh, once again, that's one of the, one, I, it used, 
Well, I can't say it used to be. It still is. I, I love prophecy. I, mm. It's one of my candy sticks. And, of course, I'm a pastor, so I have to be balanced. Mm. Uh, but I haven't done this in a while. So when I do this, it's going to be a lot of – it's going to be PowerPoint. There's going to be images. Mm. I mean, charts and everything else that goes on with this. Yeah. I believe that God's given me a pretty good understanding concerning prophecy. Mm. And uh, so that's co that's coming up. Mm. This The other thing is just trying to get the church – um, back on track um, and getting them involved you yeah. know, with these. But one of the big things is, is the building is trying to, yeah. and, and people are getting excited about it. It's just, we're being stretched. Yeah. <laughs> we're going through a season. Yeah. You know? And uh, here, the exciting part is we have no idea how God is really going to do this. Yeah. I believe that we need to do our part mm -hmm. and God will do his. Whatever yeah. that would be. So, all right. That's not where we're at right now. All right. So if people wanted to contribute to to us, we have several avenues. Uh, our my assistant pastor has opened up an account with Tidely. I'm sure people have heard that Tidely, and it's under uh, Christ Alive Worship Center. Um, Apostolic Worship Center, they'll be able to contribute through them. And, uh, and of course, if they want to mail anything, they can do that. And uh, I can either send them the, the, the address to you or I can give it to you right here, right now. Yeah, it's go ahead, you. Pastor. It's yeah, you. 3758 Iowata Drive, H I A W A. T-H-A, drive. Okay. And that would be Lake Havasu City, Arizona. And that's 86404. And they could just put Christ Alive right on the top of the letter there. And I believe, um, I, I like I said, I'm not good at this. So I, I know that's the couple of avenues. I, there might be others sure. that I'm not aware of. Um, but... Uh, that, that's one way of a couple of ways of doing it. sure okay that's awesome i i hope you see a response with this pastor and you know uh, as christians you know we we we're taught and we believe that you know it's better to give than to receive and and right, right. you know and then the blessings that come with it you know and the the yeah. the fact that we're blessed is so we can bless others and nothing's yeah. ever ours yeah. yeah so um i hope people take this in in good spirit and good heart and and especially with tax time coming around and, um, yeah. you know, whatever stimulus money comes in, I mean, just bless the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> bless well, your church. You, and... Brother Mario, you remember I was very involved with the district. Yes. Especially with uh, our camps, our, yeah. our Bible colleges. Yes. So yeah. You was always involved with the teaching of a lot of men that are actually pastoring. Yes. So I like to appeal to them, you know, and need their help. You know, we need yeah. their help. And uh, if they feel if they don't, don't worry about it. You know, yeah. I still pray God's blessing. Uh, I'm not <laughs> yeah. one of those people who say, well, if you give, you know, God will bless you. And, and if you don't, you know, God's going to curse you. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. That's not yeah. right. Uh, yeah. But if they feel of the Lord, I, we, we are more than happy to receive that. Amen. And appreciate it so much. Yes. And, uh, the prayers that we need. Like yes. I said, we need a miracle. That's for sure. Yeah. We need a miracle. Definitely. All right. So, Pastor, kind of wrapping up here, um, 
speaking from your own experience as a Christian and, 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 and maybe for someone that's listening today, if you could encourage them um, to continue or maybe start their own relationship with Christ, what would you, what would you say to them? What would your counsel be to them? I think one of the things is make sure you're walking forward, even if they're baby steps. Mm. Um, don't go too fast, uh, especially for a new believer, somebody who just gives their life to the Lord. Uh, and, and that's usually going to take place. We, we take our leaps and then we, we start slowing down. But mm. the important thing is to keep moving forward. Mm. And remember that you know, we, we get what we put into it. Now, mm. we understand by the word of the Lord, that we are saved by God's grace and salvation mm-hmm. is free to us. And thank God for that. But things outside that ministry relationship, you know, in any relationship, it takes work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if I could say it this way, that Christ is more willing to know you than you, we are to know him. Mm-hmm. We can understand. He was more willing to go to Calvary than we are to go to the throne of grace. Mm-hmm. So to understand you know, what's, what does he want? What does he desire? Well, he desires to, to know us, to get close to us, mm. but he also wants that from us. Mm. You know, um, I would say that maybe to understand that we are going to fall, we're going to mm. fall to, we're going to make our mistakes. And, uh, you know, many, uh, unfortunately, many believe that once you fall down, you can't get back up. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot of backsliders out there. Mm-hmm. And I just still believe that God is a God of restoration and restoration yeah. and, 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 and healing those backsliders and bringing mm-hmm. them back to the house of the Lord. You know, so I, I think if I was to give any kind of, you know, for, for people that have been in church, mm-hmm. um, don't lose the hunger and the mm-hmm. desire uh, for him. I learned this about in prayer that one of the key elements is to be honest with God. And if I could share this, I'm going to give you four, four, four what I call precepts of prayer. Mm-hmm. And to put these four precepts of, of prayer into your, even if you don't know how, you don't know the format or the pattern. If you put those four uh, precepts, you'll get somewhere. Now, the first mm-hmm. one is sincerity. It's, it's uh, integrity. And that has to do with being real. Mm-hmm. Being on, be be genuine with mm. God. Okay. If we can't be genuine with ourselves. We're not going to be genuine with God. Mm. So be real. It's our truth meeting his truth. Our mm. truth is not always pretty, yeah. but, but that's what he wants from us. He wants our honesty. The mm. second thing is humility, humbling ourselves and realizing that without him, we can do nothing, mm. but with him, we could do all things. Yeah. So we got sincerity and we got humbleness. The third one is throughout our lives and throughout the day is the idea of repentance. Mm. Repentance is not always just saying, I'm sorry. And then we repeat it. Well, repentance is the idea that, oh, Lord, I need, I, I ask for forgiveness. Help me not to do this again. Help me to walk towards you, desire mm. you. So repentance becomes a very important part of the precept, mm-hmm. of the precepts that I'm talking about. And finally, it's obedience. Mm. And they go in that order, obedience. A lot of people don't want, they want the blessings of God without being obedient. Yeah. And uh, Jesus said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. 
Those are his words. Mm -hmm. So those four precepts that I think are important to share um, when you when you're talking with the Lord and praying mm -hmm. in secret, you know, Lord, I come that I might be real and genuine mm -hmm. with with myself and with you, mm -hmm. that I might be able to uh, understand that without you I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm nothing without you, and that throughout this I know I make mistakes. That's why I want to keep a repentant heart, mm -hmm. and then. Finally, if I could do that, to, to follow your commands and do what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. I am where I am by the grace of God. Yeah. But I can tell you those four principles have been applied yeah. in my life. Yeah. You know, getting understanding of the scriptures. And, mm -hmm. You know, all that stuff, it just, it just uh, it doesn't come natural. Mm -hmm. But once again, you we get out of it what we put into it. Yeah. You know? yeah. So know him is everything, man. Everything. Yeah. Like I said, the the closer I get to him, the smaller I look in myself, but the mm -hmm. bigger he becomes. Yes. You know? Yeah. You know, for, for example, we can look out. I don't know if the moon's going to be out tonight. And we can look at the moon and it's going to be a certain size from our perspective. Mm -hmm. But is that the size of the moon? Mm. No. It's our perspective yeah. from where we stand. But if we take a space, the shuttle, and they're able to get closer to the moon, even land on the moon. What happens to our perspective? It becomes mm. bigger. Yeah. Okay. Did the moon change? It didn't change. Yeah. But our perspective did. Yeah. So I would say to all of us, mm. you know, growth is part of, about us getting closer to him mm -hmm. and our perspective changing. It's mm. not that God changes. He doesn't need to change. Wow. But I change because as I get closer to him, the bigger he becomes, and I realize how small I am yeah. and how I need him. Yeah. So hopefully that makes a little bit of sense. No, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's about discipline. We got to be disciplined. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Nothing happens by accident. You know, oh, no. <laughs> nothing happens by accident. And uh, yeah, so definitely, um, putting in that time and in, in, in your relationship with God. Cause yeah, sometimes, uh, I, you know, I, I remember you were speaking about seasons pastor and I remember being in seasons where I was just kind of coasting through, you know, trying to, uh, you know, trying to get through or buy with my own, um, you know, kind of my own merits or even though I didn't feel like I was that talented, you know, I had some talent in doing certain things, you know, so kind of skating by and, and, and yeah. when, yeah, when you do that, it, it, first of all, it's not fulfilling, because, you know, you're just fooling yourself. And then second of all, you're not doing it for a really honest purpose. And it's never going to yeah. be blessed. Yeah. So, it, oh. you know, it, it's a point, it point where you get third. <laughs> you yeah. don't have to do that, you know. Yeah. yeah. So definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, I would right. say also to anyone out there, um, God can use anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I came from a, a particular background. Um, it was religious background. Uh, but I never knew what the word of God, because it wasn't read, you know, mm. it was just nothing but tradition or whatever they did out there. Yeah. Um, so when I came to the, to church, I knew nothing about the Bible. Mm. I mean, kids would testify, quote scriptures in the church. Yeah. And I felt like, man, I don't know nothing. Yeah. So, you know, after so many years, you know, I've been involved with a lot of types of ministries from children mm. to adults to Bible college and stuff, mm -hmm. stuff I never dreamed that could happen. But mm. 
I'm thinking if God can use anyone like me, he can use anybody. Yeah. And he he does. So don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. You keep on keeping on, man. You'll get what God wants you to be. Yeah. 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 In Jesus' name for sure. Well, Pastor, to kind of wrap up, uh, can you share with us, uh, you know, how to how to find your church or how to connect, how can we connect, you know, with your services and your ministry? Uh, <clears throat> we uh, can be located on, um, I think Facebook is what it is. Uh huh. It's Christ Alive, and it's awc at gmail and our, we have our morning services at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. um, on Sunday. Oh. And then on on Thursdays, we have our Bible study. That's where I'm teaching on prayer. Mm-hmm. It starts at 7. And what uh, Brother Josh Chavez does, my assistant, uh, wants to record it live. He actually downloads them on YouTube. Oh, okay. And so they're all downloaded on YouTube. And it's through Christ Alive. You just have to find it. I'm not yeah. sure how they do that. Um, but Christ Alive Apostolic Worship Center, you know, YouTube, and I, I'm not sure how that sure. that goes, you know. But it's recorded every 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 week, and as long as everything's working, it'll mm-hmm. it'll work fine, you know. And that's how we we do it, you know. Blythe, right now, I'm pastoring there in Blythe, and you know, we don't have that available. People do record on their phones; mm-hmm. they might post it, but yeah. you know, we actually have. Uh, what we do here at the, this in Lake Havasu yeah. is more, we have the technical ability yeah. to do it. Well, that sounds great, Pastor. And, and you know, definitely we're going to, you know, keep in our prayers and, and uh, it, 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 um, it, it amazes, it amazes, amazes me when I see you traveling back and forth, you know, between Blythe and, and Lake Havasu and, and, you know, you ministering and, and then yeah. teaching and yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it, it's just you know doing the work of the Lord and and kind of doing that and it's a privilege, brother, brother Mario. It's a privilege. It's an honor. You know, some people some they call it a sacrifice, but if you understand what a sacrifice is, it's not a whatever thing. It's giving your best. Mm. It's an opportunity to give your best to the yeah. Lord, and also with our two commandments: love God and love people. Mm. Yeah. So it's our just way of just loving people. Good. And show them that we care. We love them. Yeah. So it's a no-brainer. I guess you could say. I'm yeah. gonna do as long as I can, as long as long as I, I'm able, and my health yeah. is able. To, you know, carry me through. I'll continue to do it. Sure. So. All right, Pastor. Well, I, I, again, I want to appreciate you, Pastor, for taking the yeah, time to to be on here with me, and and it's uplifting to hear, you know, um, you know, a little bit of your testimony and and the works that God has done in your life and. And and what he's going to be doing in your church and and for your yeah, congregation, yeah. yeah. And and again, we'll continue to pray for you. And I can't wait till this is over. You know, this whole pandemic situation, because we definitely want to, you know, go out there yeah. and visit. And I think what 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 all this has kind of made me want to. I'm an introvert. You know, I I, I mean, yeah. when I start I talking, yeah, I can start talking to people that I'm really comfortable with. But otherwise, I'm comfortable with being home. But after yeah. yeah, after about nine months of this already, I'm. Spread <laughs> yeah. your wings, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, so yeah, I, I can't wait to you know be able to travel. It you know it's it, with all confidence and to be able to go up there and, and visit you guys. Hopefully, one of these days and 
And uh, so, yeah, yeah, that, that's my prayer would it, for would sure. It, would it be appropriate, Brother Mario, if I would say a prayer? And I know, is it, you know, for those that might listen to this later on, or, you know, what have, I, I don't know if this is live. I think just pre, pre-recorded, it's right? It's pre-recorded, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if I could say a prayer to those that would would maybe come in, you know, as if you if you post it. Yeah. Right Pastor, okay. please. Please, okay. yes, sir. Father, thank you for allowing us this evening to for Brother Mario and myself to be together and have this, mm-hmm. this great conversation, Lord. Yes. But, but without a doubt, there's a reason why we why we're doing what we're doing and why Brother Mario has has done what he's and presented this and put this together. And it's just to help the, your people and to to bless them and to strengthen them but no doubt as we're praying this prayer there will be those that would be coming on hopefully hearing this prayer because a lot of the emotions are like the roller coaster up and down and everywhere like the waves of the sea and and they're crashing everywhere and uh, trying to deal with our human side of all this and at the same time trying to hang on to our faith and I pray, Lord, that you would give them strength and that through all this, Lord, they would find really what they're supposed to find, mm. that you are in the midst of this storm. Yeah. You're in the in the middle of all that is going on, all the chaos and nonsense that's going on in our world. You're in the you're in the midst of you're in you're still in control. And perhaps it's a preparation for the rapture to take place. But regardless, Lord, we want our faith to stand. We want our faith to continue. We want to keep on keeping on no matter what. So I pray for that discouraged heart this evening or for that heart that's depressed and disappointed. And Lord, you will show them that you're going to work things out for good because we love you. And most importantly, you love us. So this, this evening, I thank you once again for allowing us to have this conversation. I just pray that you are blessed with Mario's ministry in this as he continues to interview others and that you would bless those that would come in and hear these testimonies. We thank you for that right now as we pray in the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor, again, thank you so much. And, and, um, thank you, Brother Mario. Yes. And please say hi to... Uh, uh, yeah, Sister Martha, yeah. yeah, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate All right, it. Brother All right, Pastor. Well, yeah, you have a good yeah. evening, okay? You too, absolutely. Thank you. you too. All, All right. right, God bless you. God bless you. As we conclude our podcast for today, I would like to thank all of you again for listening in. And I pray that there is a, there's been a seed of faith planted in your heart and in your mind, that the seed will grow and produce fruit in your life. If you would like to hear previous podcasts uh, or learn more about it, you can go to our podcast soundcloud page at www.soundcloud.com forward slash ihat podcast and there you will find links to all of our social media platforms and also if you are interested in supporting this podcast by giving there will be links available there to direct you to our patreon page where you can become a sponsoring member or to be a one-time giver you can go to our paypal page if you would like to reach out to us please email us at ihatpodcast at gmail.com until next time lord willing God bless.